0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the How You Doing podcast. We're here to spread informative and educative advice on mental health.
1: We're an engaging, raw and safe space with a dash of laughter.
2: (laughs) We aim to help solve real-life issues in not only a way that will be interesting, but also effective.
3: So, join us on this journey. I hope you
0: enjoy Season 2. Thank you. Hello, my lovely humans. (laughs) Short disclaimer before we get into the brunt of this episode. All that is provided here by the hosts, it should not be substituted for professional help. So kindly reach out to a professional if that's the case. My name is Christine. I'm a contemplative homebody and lover of the mind.
1: My name is Joseph. Growth takes time.
3: My name is Mukami, a positive spirit and lover of art.
2: My name is Ivan Kalis, striving to be a better version of myself. And so on today's episode, we'll be talking about past and modern mental health. We'll be talking about experiences in relation to modern health back in the old days and currently where the debate on mental health has gotten to. So to kick it off, we'll be starting with the male perspective on mental health in regards to how it was regarded to back in the old days.
1: Well, uh, I'd like all you young guys out there, please go and read this book. It's called No More Mr. Nice Guy by Dr. Robert D. Glover. And he actually begins that book with a bit of a conversation uh, regarding the state of mental health today. And he starts off by describing uh, the issue of mental health awareness was very prevalent before the First and Second World Wars. It was mostly seen as a women's issue or a weak people's issue. But after the the terrible devastation experienced during both world wars, it became known and evident that men primarily were the ones suffering mental health issues. They're the ones who are coming back with PTSD, with depression. And so the conversation surrounding mental health actually took off. And most of the contemporary psychologists who are well-known today came up up in that period of time. And so uh, it's helpful to realize that the kind of situation we are uh, in today regarding mental health is one that isn't too old. There's not much information. It's just the past century or so. And so we are treading in fairly new waters. Yeah, safe to say so.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it isn't that long ago. I think about the World War, 1945. Yeah. was no, no, the
0: second one.
2: That was the second one, but it's, still not, <laughs> it's not quite far. I mean, less than 200 years. It's still fresh in our minds. We still have the thoughts. But in regards to mental health, as you've said, it was it was considered a weak man's problem. Mm. Back then, man had a stature to up to keep up. you had to keep your frame, your frame was a strong person. nothing could take you down. You were open and fear fearless. you could take on any challenge. it is it has its major positives because quite essentially, that is what is required you of you a as man. a man. Yeah. that is yeah. what is expected of you, but at the same time. You have to be open to address, solve the issue. There is a problem, ignoring it won't fix it. Mm. So in regards to mental health back in the old days, it was considered a taboo. And any man who was found to display any symptoms in regards to it was considered not fit to be a man. And it's safe to say it shouldn't be like that. That really isn't the issue. There are men out here who really have mental health issues. And they do deserve love, they deserve care, and they deserve assistance. So coming back now to the modern age of mental health, well, it's taken a drastic turn. The goal was to help it become positive, to help the men who had the issues become better. But now it's become more of an there, there are some who've taken it slightly as an excuse, mm. unfortunately. Sad to say so. There are men who see it as a reason to get privilege, to get excuses, to get exempted from some matters that shouldn't be so. And quite frankly, you
1: should change your
0: ways.
2: (laughs) You want to add anything on that?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, considering the way uh, the mental health conversation has gone, uh, it is true that trauma is transgenerational. So the men who experienced mental health issues back then and never managed to find solutions, scientifically those issues were passed down to their children and again to those children's children. So today, perhaps many of us still suffer the scars of our great-grandparents' involvement in the world wars, in Mm -hmm. colonization, Mm -hmm. in the fight for independence, perhaps even slavery. So it's not an excuse for anybody to claim and say, oh, I have mental health issues. Probably, to some degree, we all do. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the modern... Age, I think we just have to be extremely cautious in defining what actually constitutes a mental issue that you need a doctor's help for, mm-hmm. and what is just a problem of your lifestyle which you can correct by changing certain things about how you live. Because if you just let everybody have a mental health issue, mm-hmm. the people who actually need this help will never be seen or heard from, and everyone will believe it's uh, a conspiracy or you know, some elaborate excuse, as you put it, to yeah. get out of being a man and doing your duty or just doing your job as a human being.
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the female take? What, what do you think about the man's mental health?
0: I think it's interesting to see how, is this whole idea of gender-enforcing norms mm-hmm. is quite prevalent. The man is seen as this provider, as a breadwinner, as someone who can protect the family against any adversity and this is pretty reflective if you look from the stone age painting that up until now there is certain expectations that a man must adhere to for him to be seen as a strong man and not taking into consideration that all those burdening expectations can reflect negatively on the mental health is very is very sad and i think now having that Position and where now some men are using it as an excuse to be deadbeat dads, it's honestly quite sad. Yeah. Mm.
3: And I feel like there's also a whole, this whole toxic masculinity thing that just like happens and it's pushed by both genders. I mean, both males have the alpha thing going I'm not really sure that's about alpha and beta males whatever that has to do with anything and then the females push it too I mean there are things that we're gonna demand from our men like oh I don't know my man has to be able to protect me my man has to be able to pay everything and things like this like we push such toxic and negative ideologies of what a man should look like and what a man should do for women and then it just becomes like he can't even deal with his own stuff going on because of the expectations he has to meet
1: But It sounds like you don't want guys to have expectations placed on them Do you think having expectations of men is inherently an issue?
3: I don't think it's an issue but like when the expectation is all the way up there, then it just becomes unrealistic. Like, are you going to apply to every single man that you should be out here looking like? Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You should always have cash on you. You should be ready to tend to your women when she needs it. You should be able to read women's minds. Is that, like, practical for every man?
1: I feel like women take it to an extreme, but the basic expectations... You don't have to look like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but if your woman is attacked... As a man, you should be there to defend her. You should have the strength and the courage to stand up for the people you love. If, you're, if someone comes to attack you and your man runs before you do,
3: <laughs> I, I think there's a problem. a problem. There's a
1: problem there. I mean, he's, he's not a, a free from toxic masculinity. He's just a bit of a... Yeah, and when, when it comes to things like providing, I mean, sure, maybe the, maybe the woman earns more money, mm-hmm. but is the guy just sitting at home Waiting for things to be done, or is he also providing for the family in ways only men can? Mm. Being the father, taking care of the father side of things, you know, with his kids.
3: Mm.
1: I think expectations are good, but I agree, too many men have been heaped on expectations without learning the path of masculinity, without learning mm. what it actually takes of you to become a fully functioning man in society. Mm. Men don't enter maturity naturally. It has mm. to come through hardship. a form of, yeah, all the hardship that exists in a ritualistic initiation such that he transitions from boyhood to manhood in one instance. And from then, it's just building his manhood.
2: Yeah, as you were saying, um, there are circumstances that do affect, like you are saying, uh, as a man, your wife any more than you. Like, we do understand there might be discrepancies, you're not getting a good job. As we say, actually, each man should have a job, bro. The If you calculate the number of jobs that are available, mm-hmm. the number of people who are there, the more men. So, if, as a man getting a job, as, even though we say that are, there's the female, the female are discriminated, it's not easy as a man because they're like the number of jobs and the number of men, the ratio doesn't match. You really have to fight your way through. But it shouldn't be used as as an excuse for you to just get lazy, lie around and say, oh, it's tough getting a job. No, Mm -hmm. you should go fight. Make sure you get a job. And as you were saying about history, history and all, history has never been fair on men. No man becomes great by having an easy life. Mm -hmm. You look at all the great men. The only way you become great is you go through trauma, you go through hardship. Now, at the end of the day, you come out on the other side Strong. a, a stronger and as a better version of yourself. So this, the factor of men saying, I shouldn't have this challenge, this shouldn't happen to me, um, I don't deserve this. But uh, if you want to be great, you, you go through anything.
0: Mm. Yes, I think so. also to, to add on to the perspective of what constitutes a great man, there's also a woman, a woman, whether it's in the form of the mother, a sibling, or... Mm. And it's also, I think, key to understand that um, the move from a more positive perception of mental health in light of the women, um, okay, yeah, moving from a more positive view of mental health, especially in the women's perspective, I think is very integral in this conversation, because yes, we acknowledge that masculinity has had to be reframed, what constitutes as masculinity has to be reframed. But also what constitutes as femininity has also needed reframing because a woman isn't just expected now to nurture and take care. She also is a person who has autonomy over their own actions, one who can go out into the world and be the best version of herself that she can be. And I think in this whole conversation of trying to understand that that shift from past modern health to um, from past to modern health, um, women have played, I think, a very integral role in that in that shift. You have, um, like, especially when people are being institutionalized, who are the ones taking care of the people who are being institutionalized? Women. Um, so you just have this narrative. Of course, it's those gender-enforcing norms that I alluded to earlier about the nurturing aspect of a woman, but also seeing that, a woman is not strictly those nurturing um, capacity, that that nurturing capacity. She's also a person who can get negatively affected by what society expects from her. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree with what you're framing. Times have changed. Some matters will have to change, but at the same time, there's some principles, ethics, that regardless of what's happening, they have to stay consistent. This whole thing, as a man... You should be weak. You should be weak. crying. is not an issue. But once you make yes, it your, you daily excuse, yeah. your daily excuse, uh, your daily that's what you resort to whenever you have a, challenge. a challenge. No. As much as we say men open up, feel free to open up once you can't handle an issue. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, don't don't just give up when you haven't given it a go. So there are some thin lines. There are some things that do have to be refrained, like um as you're saying, on the women's part, let's say like raising a child, taking care of a child. As a man, you do have a crucial role. You can't just say, uh, similar to old times, I'll wait till the kid is like six or four, start teaching him how to fight, start teaching him <laughs> how to struggle. Kids do need love, and as a man, you should show love. We've seen what happens when the kids are raised without love. So, yeah, as much as you want to stick to the old integral, some changes have to be made, some changes don't, don't need to be made. So it's it's a fine balance between the two. It's a fine acting, a fine tuning that's still in the process. But at the end of the day, no matter what, no weakness in men. I think that should stand firm.
1: <laughs> and from from your analysis, I think uh, it's important to to note how most of the things that we see to cause mental health issues actually arise from problems between the genders. That's a large contributing factor, I'd mm. say. Um, and just for context sake, maybe we we'll look at historically, how was the relationship between what you hear today being called a traditional woman mm. and a traditional man? I feel like there's a lot of emphasis on men to remain traditional men, but due to the sexual revolution, And all that's happened today in the liberal space. Women are being encouraged more and more to be less traditional women, to be more embracing of this modern idea pushed by feminism. So I actually want to find out from from the ladies in the room, uh, what's your idea of uh, a traditional man and a traditional woman being uh, a stable point for returning to healthy mental health relations between the genders? I just...
3: Um, Okay, I disagree with you. I mean, saying actually, oh, there's the traditional woman and women today are being encouraged to not stick to the traditional woman ideal. I mean, it's like, okay, there was the traditional woman, the nachara, the mother, the she who takes care of all type of thing, yeah? And then um, today, it's still expected of us. I mean, it's not like they were just like, okay, that's what you were doing back then. Now you can stop doing that, focus on getting a job. I mean, that doesn't happen. Now they just expect both from us. They expect you to work hard to meet where the men are in society and even surpass them, yeah? But then at the same time, they expect you to come home, cook, clean, um, feed the baby, lay the baby down. Then you also have to tend to your husband. Oh, he's had a hard day at work, so now he wants you to cook for him, run his shower, everything. Like, okay, even for... It's not just for like older women, for like girls our age, for example. Um, from personal experience and from my friends' experiences, I have a friend who, every day after school, and her classes end at around 5, 5.15 there, so after school she has to go home, take care of the baby in the house. He's um, one years old. Take care of him, feed him, um, make sure that he's gone to bed. She also has to cook dinner, clean up after herself, and then she also has her schoolwork that she has to do because she's expected to also do that, be diligent in her studies and, you know, pass, get fast class or whatever. There are countless nights where she stayed up all night. In between reading her law articles and everything, she's making sure the baby is asleep and comfortable. Mm-hmm. You see? And then the same thing is not done for, like, her brothers. Okay. For example, me, I have an older brother, yeah? Mm-hmm. When um, the lady who helps us around the house is not around all the work falls on me. It's, um, come, you wake up and make lunch. Wait, psst, breakfast. And then my dad wakes up at odd hours. So I'd be expected to be up at five, have breakfast ready for him. And then now maybe I can go back to bed. But I have to be up at around nine, having already washed the dishes. And then I'll have to do lunch. Meanwhile, my brother is playing PS or he's in his room watching some movie series. And when you ask him to do something, it's like, See, see you've got it covered. And Mm. I'm like, Allah, Mm. you want me to wash all the dishes?
1: So it sounds like, okay, there's been something we left behind. Like women took on some degree of responsibility Mm. that was formerly in the hands of the men, like providing for the family, going Mm. out, working, having a job. And at the same time, their responsibilities were not shifted. Mm. But I think that in terms of like a healthy relationship, Mm. most guys like the, like if you're a strong man who is you know full of some some drive to conquer the world Mm -hmm. i don't know there's a need for your woman to be safe to be at home to Mm -hmm. be protected and her going into the workspace would be necessity but i'm speaking not of the women who have to work but the Mm -hmm. ones who choose you've heard the boss bitch narrative like i don't need a man i can do my own thing yeah i've got my thing so (laughs) if i get him it's like he's an extra he's an accessory Mm -hmm. but for my life i have to so that wave of women who i mean most of them probably don't even know how to cook because on that whole boss whatever they have people who do that for them Mm -hmm. but when it comes to now the balance between the two at the end of the day i feel like um Women expect men to be more or less traditional. The man is the man of the house. He's going to protect. He's going to provide for you. And men essentially will die for the woman they love. Men are ready to put down their life. If, if he really loves you, he'll die for you. Otherwise, you're with the wrong guy,
0: <laughs> honestly. Because
1: it's almost written into our, our I don't know, biology. That yeah. sort of instinct of protection goes up to that point. And so if I were to look at it traditionally, a man who walks into his house having hunted the whole day and now he's ready to fight whoever is coming, yeah. the woman had her role to play. But today it's not the same. And I feel like that's causing a lot of, as you've just, play, I, that situation sounds horrible. It sounds so unfair. Mm-hmm. And I can't, from my position, tell you, yeah, that's what you're meant to do. It's not. So maybe there's things that need to be balanced between traditional expectations from each yeah. other and. Where we stand today mm. without losing the idea of respect i don't think a man can love a woman who doesn't respect him and too yeah, many women today yeah. don't even consider men as worthy of any respect mm.
0: <laughs> so yeah. how
1: can you form any kind of meaningful connection you don't respect your man so he will find it extremely difficult to love you yeah at the, at the end of it you're both very sad people
3: yeah yeah that's true and on the um how women were cheated in the past. Another thing that I don't feel like we've moved on from was how ladies were seen to be emotional beings. And, like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah like, being emotional is just something that's regarded as a feminine trait. Yeah. yeah, so, like, when a woman is trying to express herself or, I don't know, trying to gain, like, a voice or respect from society and whatever, it's just written off as, ah, she's just overreacting. Like, she's just, she's just getting emotional. Mm -hmm. Like, from personal experiences, arguing with my very traditional father, he's always like, no, 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 don't come here with all those emotions of yours, go to the room, go to the room, come down, then come back and talk. Mm -hmm. And it's always like, I've not even gotten emotional yet, like, I've just disagreed with you, and he's like, no, please, go to your room, then come back. And, like, I'll be talking to some of my guy friends, yeah? And, and I'd say something like, oh, yeah, this made me feel like this. And, like, most of the things run deeper than what you bring to the surface. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll say something like, um, Christine hurt my feelings today, yeah, when she, let's say, maybe forgot to bring my bag from class or something. But then it's, like, a bit deeper than that. It's like, yeah, she forgot to do that. But there's history there, like, me and Christine haven't been getting along lately. We've been having fights, whatever, whatever. That's just a very shallow, like... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, scenario. The, like, scenario. There you go, thank you. <laughs> yeah, like a very shallow scenario. But, like, things get more serious. And then he'll just be like, I'm um, you're overreacting. Like, it's not that serious, like... And, I, and some of my guy friends have started saying um, this phrase, um, you know what the number it never was? That deep. Serious. <laughs> like, it was never that serious. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm literally coming to you, getting vulnerable with you. Mm-hmm. I want to talk more about it. And you're like, oh, no, you're just overreacting. It's fine. Like,
0: that's just how it is. Yeah, I think maybe to also add on what you said that, these stereotypes around mental health between women and men sometimes this attribution of emotional being emotional towards women sometimes being emotional does not translate to self awareness no. and self awareness is very critical in this whole discussion of mental health so sometimes i could be crying i could be crying about something bad someone did to me but have i taken i as a person taken steps mm-hmm. to understand what why you i'm did. crying cuz crying if you think about it we could really just debase it as this biological reaction to stressful situations so this whole those this whole stereotypes have very serious repercussions for mental health if we just say that oh yeah women are emotional but not taking into account that even men who are not perceived as emotional can also be self-aware they can also be able to sit down and understand where they're coming from in their mind and being able to come up with relevant solutions if their mental state is is at war, or is it deteriorating? Mm.
2: Well, as you said, the one for the overreacting is definitely... It's, it's a main escape route a lot of guys use. When you bring a problem to them, they're like, oh, no, no, you're just overreacting, you shouldn't be doing that. You go chill, then mm. they just disappear. We, I will acknowledge it is it is it is something that's there it is something that's need to be corrected. Venting is a form of expression before you start shouting that they're just overreacting take your time to consider what's being said, analyze it then make your decision. in, in regards to the bug being left well for that one I'll just apologize for us the things we don't take as in, if you left my bag probably it was by accident or we won't consider it that deep. For you, uh, if there's a bond, let's say it was a thing between you two carried your bag or probably it was something else. But we really don't have, our bonds don't really run all that way. So if a person leaves my bag and then you tell your dad, then he's like, it's not an issue. Well, it isn't disrespecting you. It's not misunderstanding
1: you. It's just something we we literally just can't relate to. Mm. But Ivan, maybe a caveat there. Um, I feel like because of the way we view men and women traditionally, we will inherently assume women to be emotional, men to be rational. But, I mean, the work of psychologists, for instance, Carl Young, he discovered that there's actually a different... I don't want to use the word spectrum. It's really... Yeah, but there's a spectrum Mm -hmm. of masculinity and femininity. And essentially... There is your biological sex, which is the, the main rooting factor. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying it doesn't matter what kind of guy you are. You need to be a man. Yeah. However, there is now the overlay, which is personality, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in which there are some more masculine types and more yeah. feminine types. And I think in today's accepting and, and woke society, it's something we should consider that there are masculine women or mas- masculinely inclined women <laughs> and more effeminate guys, just yeah. naturally. Of course, the goal is to reach your proper designation, mm-hmm. but yeah. in doing so, I feel like many people get left out of the conversation. So mm-hmm. the masculine women who don't really have as much emotional activity going on are wondering mm-hmm. what all these women are on about, and the feminine guys mm-hmm. who are feeling our intense, you know, emotions all the time wonder, am I sick? Am I gay? what's the problem here? You know, (laughs) there's a big issue that other guys don't even seem to mention. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's just under... Yeah, Yeah. so I feel like that idea of Mm self-awareness instead of just mere emotional, you know, conclusions. If you know yourself and you know, okay, I'm an emotional feminine guy, something will happen and you can still maintain uh, a masculine frame. You know, you don't have to react. Mm -hmm. Or if you're a masculine woman and your guy comes to you with some nonsense, mm. instead of hitting him, you know, logically and sounding extremely rude, you can, like, have the emotional intelligence to just a you know, be a bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. You mm. Deal with things better, and I feel like they don't explode. Well, that's definitely a way. skill. Yeah. A majority need to add. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah.
2: I'd get for him probably the way he was raised. So, but in coming up with challenge yourself to... Raise your standards. Mm. It's something that you can fix. It's something that you can work on. Mm. So why not do it? Mm. Don't, don't just shunt mm. it off. Because it has come to the point you realise the small things do matter to females a lot. So the more, the more you disregard it, the more you just think it's, it's a normal thing, things. but to them it hurts.
3: You'll face
1: it someday.
3: Out here keeping a checklist.
1: Remember yeah. the day that he didn't. He did <laughs> Girls, don't forget so in this
0: um, whole back and forth of reframing our ideas of this traditional um, man, woman, and um, and now that now that we are trying to reframe these ideas, how do you think the aspects of individualism and communitarian aspects have played a major role in shaping past modern past mental health and now the current?
2: I'd say the level of acceptance, as you've said, men in the past used to hold hold themselves to a certain standard, no liability, no excuses, <laughs> straightforward do that not nothing else uh currently, there's more room, there's more room for more acceptance, room. like people will take more stuff, like as I was saying, you feel like you shouldn't understand people, people should understand I you,
0: do. yeah,
2: you feel like. If I do this, it's not my problem. They're the ones mm. who just mm. are not accepting me. Mm. Well, that's the main difference, and that's the main issue we have right now. Mm. It's gotten to the point where it's been abused. The privilege has been abused. Uh, it's be it's kind of becoming beyond its effectiveness because now it's becoming the cause of a hundred problems mm. instead of solving one problem. Mm. 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 So yeah, it's deep. <laughs> deep. <laughs> It, there really is. There, there needs to be some stringent methods. People take it as being too harsh, be, being um, you're not realistic. You're not. You're just expecting way too much. You're just trying to be to say that you're better than others. Mm-hmm. You're not. That's like that's special treatment. Uh, yes, yeah, special treatment. Or well, let's just say it's the bare minimum. That's what you should do.
0: So, um, so what I am getting is that. Community, the community—I mean, the society at least at large—is more accepting. So, in so in societies that are either individualistic or collectivistic, acceptance is a is like the common thread.
2: The acceptance needs to be fine tuned. The yeah. rules, yeah. Uh, the way, what's accepted, why is it accepted—that just that's what needs to be worked on. Otherwise acceptance is totally okay. Times change. Mm-hmm. You need to rework your game plan. You need to make adjustments here and there. But now regulating how it's done is the key issue. That's, I think that's the main issue a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. Just anything is being taken for. You decide to do this. Oh, it's okay. We understand you. No, you shouldn't be understood. You should be told what you <laughs> need to do. And you fix it. Like,
0: yeah.
2: There's no no trying to be, oh, no, I, I can't tell you this data because you be angry at me for a yeah, whole yeah. day. We get angry, but solve the
1: problem. Mm. Yeah. Amen. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Didn't know it was a someone. Okay. Nah,
1: bro, but like for real though, um, that idea of uh, the past and uh, how the community would view it, most people would disagree and say, oh, the past, guys were so judgy, no one really allowed you to be yourself. But that idea of instead of thinking of what I feel or what, I'm, what what do they think it's something that's being lost in our society mm-hmm. today for many valid reasons mm-hmm. because we don't have the community anymore who do we mm-hmm. trust so leaving that enclosure that safe space where you know things are for the benefit of me and others mm-hmm. you can trust some things despite not really knowing so I feel like that would provide men their avenue to grow into men women their avenue to become women and because of that Discipline that existed within society, the complementarity of men and women would actually manifest. But today, the power play is insane. There's so much struggle for influence, for power, for to be the one wearing the pants. I feel like there's a lot of um, confusion surrounding what you want versus what you need. Because there are things that you may gain and still be horribly sad. And in the meantime, your influence, like Cardi B. I feel like these are horrible role models for all women because they do not follow what they say. Like Cardi B says she doesn't cook and clean. There's videos of her cooking and cleaning. (laughs) So she's leading a whole generation of women to believing independence in a woman means X, Y, Z. Yet her herself, she's doing the things that she's telling women not to do do, for her man. I mean, it's double standards. And I feel like too few people actually look beyond the veil that's provided and they just take what's on the surface and consider that to be how things are done now. Mm. Yeah, yeah uh,
2: what you've said, people—people people don't see between; they just see, they see this and they believe it. Mm. They don't try to go in depth and understand mm. the situation. Like, there was one time I was hearing uh, there was a man and woman. The woman was talking about she loves a man. She take he helps her. Uh, let's say in terms of financial and saving, he mm. pays for everything so that her she doesn't have to use her money. Mm. Well. You can see it as being helpful, the man providing and all, mm-hmm. but in real sense, is that is that, is that how used. everyone should be. And there's no respect. There's there. no respect there. That's to even go talk about it like that because yeah. you don't value it. She's saying mm. she wouldn't respect a man if he doesn't do all of this for her. But in quite mm. if if you if you see through it and think precisely, there's no helping there. Mm. That's yeah. just her wanting you because you provide. Mm. There's no love there, there's mm. no respect. Mm. You, you, you're literally an object. Yeah. <laughs> you're a wallet. Yeah, just a wallet. <laughs> That's it.
0: <laughs> what kind of repercussions do you think this kind of mentality of either placing so much um, weight on traditional aspects and not accounting for modern aspects, what repercussions do you think that has had, especially when we are trying to reframe what the idea of modern health is? Modern mental health is.
2: There's this cycle. I'm pretty sure you know it. Uh, strong men make easy times. Easy times make soft men. Soft men make hard times. Hard times, hard times, times strong make men. Hard, strong men. It's just that cycle. We're in that loop. Mm-hmm. We had strong men. They made easy times. Now we're having hard times, and the easy men. I mean the soft men.
0: In the soft men
1: era.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Quite When the easy
1: times, we got the.
3: We're getting into, we're the, getting hard into the hard times. So well, the men I'm sorry, are 20. imagine
1: So now, yeah,
2: that's yeah. when people are struggling. People are saying, Oh no, no, no. I want you to understand me, bro. Face mm-hmm. the challenge.
3: <laughs> so would you say that you're one of these strong men, one of these?
2: I'm walking softies. towards you it. Have to try. I'm walking you towards have to believe, it. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the goal. Walk, improve yourself. That's
1: all you can do.
3: So you were raised a softy?
1: Well, let's just say <laughs> I feel like every guy starts somewhere there. Yeah, you a like start, In today's culture, there's no It's very difficult to find a guy who, from the moment they're like six, they're hardcore. Maybe in the past, it's part of they had guys like that. But today, the world is just too soft for guys. Like, before you've even faced any real challenge, you're like a teenager. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, that's when you actually realize what's happening. Yeah. If you keep on this
2: path, it's not gonna work out for you. You're gonna have to jump out of your safe zone where you feel secure, where everything is okay for you, Mm. and face the harsh reality. And instead of telling guys, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't be going through this, you should be easy on yourself, mm-hmm. what should happen is you should encourage them. If you feel like they're losing grasp, they can't keep on going, encourage mm-hmm. them. And that's where the motivation, mm-hmm. the help, the support for men comes in. Mm-hmm. It should be in that aspect. It shouldn't uh, be, this is hard, to give up on it. No, it should be, keep on going. If you keep on going, you'll make it eventually. That's what's needed. Not the other one where I oh, know you're struggling too hard. <laughs> <laughs> relax a bit. Yeah, yeah. relax a bit now. That's all. Breathe. That's
3: mm. So uh, how was it in like the past? How did people deal with people with mental issues in the past?
2: Well, there was a Salem's for one. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry for that. <laughs> 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 um, in the past, you have disregarded it was straight up disregarding. You're just told you're weak and you're not helpful to the community. I mean, if you look at past stories like the Vikings, what they used to do, mm. they'd conquer land, they go through all the men. If you're strong, you live. If you're weak, you're, you're killed. killed. Yeah. Same with Auschwitz. Yeah, they only keep the strong men.
0: Yeah, and I think that was also pretty reflected in the art of the time. Yeah. Um, people always thought that institutionalizing people... Regardless of what kind of mental illness that they're suffering, was the best panacea for all things. Because, mm. I mean, how much more can you cater for these people who clearly, in one way or another, are a bit different from everyone else? Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, it's a tough time. A lot of fine tuning, but at the end of the day, it's for the better. Changes have to be made, regardless mm. of the circumstance. So yeah, it, it is. I'm glad that we have woke people. We have people like Joe Rogan. We have Jordan B. Mm. Peterson. Uh, the woke wave, not the wrong one, the right or no <laughs> one, the one where accept the fight, take the fight up. Mm. That's good. We should continue that. We should continue living with it. Mm. Um, as for the role of the community, as you said, the support. The support is not, no man is an island. You do need the support. Mm. Um, community in the past where used to disregard people, leave you alone. That shouldn't be. There should be the help, but the right type of help, not the wrong type of help.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm. But yeah, that's for the men aspect. Give Give us your aspect, or or your take on the men's aspect.
3: I guess you've covered everything, really. Like, what do I know as a man? What do I know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no, no. In that aspect, as in you, you have a brother. So that's would you true. let him struggle and suffer? <laughs>
3: Okay, as I was about to say yes to very vehemently, but that's, that's just because of the relationship I have with my brother. But um, okay, me personally, I'm very like um, touchy feely type of person. So, like, when I see my brother struggling, I'm like, oi, daddy, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, where it's reasonable, though? Where okay. it's reasonable. And let's
2: change the circumstance. Let's say um, he's between the age of 2023. 20, uh, or twenty two. Let's let's increase. Let's probably like twenty seven, twenty eight. Working on getting his life right, all the challenges mm. in that aspect. What do you feel like the proper uh, support for as a woman should be like towards him?
3: I just encourage him, really. Like tell him these things, like what he's facing. He has to go through this to get to where he wants to be.
2: Okay, and, and if we change it from your not your brother, but now let's say someone. Like you another like, a random guy, yeah, someone you don't know, no relation. You don't have to be nice to him. They totally or free. like a random strange, yeah. <laughs> nah. yeah, for both of you.
0: Christine, take that way. Oh wow, the whole thing of stranger. You he also is this whole thing of stranger danger. You know, like yeah, you I feel like women have it a bit be, different. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be yeah. very open, like Joy said, with a stranger. But I think maybe if I was to advise a stranger on that. like, Be realistic about where you want to be. Growth is not something linear. It's not something you can plot on a graph and say, yes, I have reached this point, especially with regards to your mental health and all other aspects of being a human being. Um, I think in that sense, if you're not realistic about your growth and knowing that sometimes you fall down You'll get up. Sometimes you'll be in in a funk for days and you might not have resolutions Mm -hmm. that eventually some future version of you will have reached some sort of conclusion. I do think that's what I would say to either a man or a woman in that sense.
2: That actually opens a wider way to a new new discussion point. Mm. Um, The expectations of society, the life that... Yeah, the expectations of society, the life on social media, and how it's affecting the the young generation and the mental health. Where you see someone at 22, ultra-successful, ultra-having all of this, then you feel like you're less of a person, you're not doing anything with your life, and how it's contributing to uh, a failing mental health, increasing depression. Mm. Well, we've set some quite quite honestly unattainable standards. I mean... Mm. You want me to be a billionaire at 22, which is quite,
0: <laughs> I mean,
2: you need to understand there's a large difference between gener- this generational world people. Some pe- people are born different. There's generational world. but some people who will have to struggle and fight for it. So also in that aspect of giving advice, people need to go come deeper, mm. divide it even further, understand that the situation is different. The mm. advice that you see in this probably isn't best suited for you. Your path Mm. in life is different. Mm. You're not less of a person. You shouldn't be depressed because of that. Just keep going. Keep the fight on.
1: What matters is your spirit to keep on going. And I feel like we can learn an important lesson from the past as to being realistic. Because I feel like what a man needs and what a woman needs are quite simple. So a man needs some degree of, okay, both need purpose, but a man's purpose should be outside himself. Even though you go and earn a billion and you're alone, You will never be happy. You need to have something you're doing, whatever you're doing for. So I believe that every man, like the perfect kind of lifestyle, which is almost impossible to attain in today's society, a man should discover his his manhood, discover the source of his strength. He should go out and conquer his small part of the world, you know, tame it, Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. now build his kingdom. Once he has his kingdom, he can invite his people, his subjects to come in, his his wife, and, you know, they have kids together. And then he should be able to protect that kingdom. He should have the the skills. I mean, people read. There's so much information out there. Nobody has an excuse of, I don't know how to do this. If you have the desire to find out how to do something, yeah. you'll find it out. And the man in that sense will provide the the vision for his family. Where does he want them to head? And in all that, he has to be a human being. You know, he has to still have a heart. You can't go and be CEO at 35 and you've killed your morality and your conscience to get there. Mm. There's no human being left to enjoy it. So he has to have that that side of him. And on the women's side, I feel like women don't want to work. You know, it's a feminist scam. Like women in the workplace (laughs) was not a thing until the the late 90s where they realized, hey, we need more people in the workforce. So they incentivized women to enter the workforce. And since then, it's never had an, an opportunity to revert Women don't want to because you have two options and this is what they never tell you. You can either go and work for some man, yeah, give your life to this guy because majority of CEOs are men. You can go and give his, your life, your, your, everything to him for a salary, which, I mean, he can fire you tomorrow and he'll have someone in a week yeah. doing the exact same job or you can go and give your life to your man who loves you, respects you, wants what's best for you, wants what's best for the family that you're working for. But, I mean, the feminists will tell you, nah, you can't do that. And I believe the problem is mostly the guy's problem. Like, guys have made it such that women can't believe in them anymore. Yeah. They don't believe that I can trust this guy to be a strong man, to be a person who can lead this family. So I have to do some due diligence on my own and ensure. So I think at the end, the buck ends with us. Like, as men, we have to step up and mm-hmm. do... Charlie the burden. Yeah, do the thing. So... This mental health topic, uh, as guys, you have to be very sceptical before you you take on that label, that I am X or I am Y. Have mm. you done everything humanly possible outside of seeking medical intervention to try and improve your life before you consign yourself to something that maybe is just a cause of your lifestyle? And also, as you've touched
2: on, on the key, key principles, honesty, um, morality, your dignity... As a community, we, we've really lost touch mm-hmm. on those. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons for the misdirection and why we're getting lost. Once you lose the key principles to guidance and into life, there's nothing you can't do. Mm. And once you can, you can, once you can you do everything, do everything yeah. you open yourself to a lot <laughs> of issues. Yeah. So we bring back the key principles, honesty, dignity, respect, just the basic stuff. That's all that's needed and we're solving a lot of issues. Mm you guys have anything to add
3: on? I don't agree that a woman should devote her life to a man, but it's it's all right.
1: She does it either way, so she just has to choose which man. (laughs)
3: Yes. Uh She does it anyway. Okay.
1: Okay. I mean, in the typical job space, unless she's going to start her own company, which, by the way, is incredibly difficult, Mm. and uh, the percentage of people who actually succeed, forget gender, is very small. Succeed, I mean, you're doing it and it's your main source of income. But when it comes to, like, working, I mean, even guys understand this to some degree. If you're going to work in an office, the boss is running your life. You can claim to have a family life, I don't know, whatever. You can't go on holiday when you want to. What kind of freedom is that? You can't take your kids someplace Mm -hmm. because your boss needs you to be sat at your desk doing X, Y, and Z. You don't have a relationship with your kids because this guy needs this done by Friday. I don't know. it's still some guy demanding things of you, except he doesn't care about you. But again, the husband you have, you chose him. So if you're with a good man, you shouldn't have a problem with... I mean, I feel like that's something we've lost today. I, I don't have a lot of support when I say that a woman should care for her family, a man should protect his family. All those roles are being tossed out. I'm just eager to see what they're going to be replaced by. In in a more... In another
2: form, it's basically um, you can't expect me to be willing to do anything for you, to sacrifice my life to make sure everything is comfortable for the family, the wife, and everyone else. Mm. But in return, you're you're there totally freelance. Yeah. See, see,
3: love, love, care. That comes with some
1: obligations. Yeah. Something else. (laughs) Men don't care if you love them. They care more about respect. Before love, I would much because within respect, there's love. But for instance, just imagine my wife really loves me, but she disrespects me so much in front of my friends, whatever. She's always correcting me. But
3: how can you disrespect my... someone that you love?
1: No, I mean, it's with good intent. Like she loves me, but it's more like, it becomes more like a motherly love. Like mm-hmm. she doesn't really respect me because she doesn't see me as the kind of... My... You understand? So if I'm in that sort of situation, she may come and start correct... Like if I'm with my friends and all, and then she's like, you haven't even worn your your shirt properly. Come, let me... There's a certain degree of, yeah, you know. I mean, <laughs> even though you love me, I mean, respect me, show me some deference. That won't lead other men to think of me as a. It, there's a lot of uh, competition that happens in the the male space. I don't think women are exposed as much to it because men are incredibly competitive, like cutthroat competitive, in business in mm. in life. So, impressions like that. They matter to a man's future. So if you're his wife and you don't respect him, mm. there's very many things you can block in his in his path. And the man, I mean, he can respect you. Imagine a man always says politely, "How are you doing? How was your day?" Oh, babe, but he doesn't really love you. I mean,
3: that's
1: just politeness. Courtesy.
3: Yeah. I mean, I want you he to. He never ask me talks how my over you. Was.
1: He never. He always. Uh, I mean, respect in the sense that he puts you as a priority. Mm. But when it comes to loving you, he would sooner dip than than protect you. Mm. You see, we need different things. Like for a woman, that kind of man doesn't really sit. But if a woman knows deep down this man loves me, even if he's a bit rude, you know, that's something that most women, I I mean, you'll say you won't accept it. But when you find the guy, he can say something, you'll be like...
3: Oh, that's just Jojo being Jojo. Yeah, like you can find an excuse
1: because deep down you know he loves you and he'll die for you.
3: Yeah. I admit, but like still, if you're in that case, I feel like you should just like stand up for yourself. Like, yeah, you're being rude to me. I love you and all, but we're not going to operate like this. If I voice my opinion to you and you like, you get harsh and like mean, that's just not how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah I think that's, at least you two are fun, common ground. <laughs> 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 well, it, it has key causes, and the causes are on both sides. There's a men not living up to what's expected, what's needed from them. Mm-hmm. And then there's the women who want to, to do anything, anything yeah. but get everything, Yeah. which no no one's going to agree sense, to that. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. <laughs> yeah. So it's a both-party thing. It's not a one, one-sided one issue. So mm-hmm. everyone has the part to play on that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So conclusively, we could say that we've been able to touch on past modern past and modern mental health in the realm of the stereotypes and the expectations put on both genders, do you think we've been able to have a fruitful discussion and that our listeners will be able to understand that we need to reframe many ideas Mm -hmm. about modern mental health and still paying respect to the past?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree even on the conclusion that we've come to right here. (laughs) Both parties have the issues that they need to resolve. You can't just throw it at each other if you haven't made sure that your house is totally in check.
0: Mm.
2: It isn't an issue that will be solved until each party is open to accept and take accountability of their own actions. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. Then I guess here's to a very fruitful discussion. So, and to our listeners, I hope you've been able to glean a lot from this discussion. Stay tuned and we will see you in the next episode. Bye.